0: Roar on your podcast with your host, Lions Dan. Hello, everybody. This is Lions Den, and welcome to Roar on Your Podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and other devices. You can also follow me on Twitter at The Real Lions Den. You can also add me on Instagram at www.instagram.com slash the underscore real underscore lions underscore den number two you can add me on snapchat at lions den 39 you can also subscribe my youtube channel at youtube.com slash lions den uh, hashtag ados and i have a patreon you can f- go ahead and support me on patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash lions den ados we're talking uh, today. We're talking about Judge Tammy Kemp. That's right, Tammy the Mammy, as people call her. You know, she was on Tamron Hall show talking about the you know the Amber Geiger case, and it's funny that she, for the first time, she was talking about the bailiff touching Amber Geiger's hair or rubbing Amber Geiger's hair, right? And you know, wouldn't wouldn't. I guess she thinks that we're boo-boo the fool, okay? She thinks that we're boo-boo the fool that, oh, we were just checking Amber Geiger's hair for contraband. That's exactly what she te- what she told Tamron Hall and the audience. I thought that when you, like, when you enter prison, before you even enter the prison walls or the cell walls, they have to check everything from your hair all the way to your feet. For any contrabands, any weapons, or anything, anything like that, right? So now you, now she's telling the audience that she quote unquote the bailiff claims that you know we told the bailiff we want to check for contrabands in court, not before you enter the court, not before you even enter the jail cell or prison cell, but in court. Even though the white her white supervisor, according to Tariq Nasheed, saying that, you know, her supervisor ordered the bailout to touch her hair. And that was after the guilty verdict. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what's so hilarious about this interview. And then she was also explaining about... Um, about what's going on between her and Amber Geiger, and why she hugged Amber Geiger, and she said that she don't have. She told the audience that she doesn't have a Bible. Um, Amber Geiger told the judge she didn't have a Bible, but the judge told Amber Geiger I will get you a Bible. So this is basically a really, really weird weird interview with Tamron Hall. So. This article and, and this article comes from News One. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you hear what Judge Tammy and Kemp says to Tamron Hall. Now, I'm gonna go ahead and read this. It says that the judge who presided over Amber Geiger's murder trial continued has been making the media rounds after she gave the convicted murderer in a hug in court. Dallas District Judge Tammy, aka Tammy and Kemp. Appeared on the Tamron Hall show Thursday morning and reportedly shed some light on another controversial moment that happened after the Geigers' guilty verdict was read in court. Now this is, was um, this is someone else's tweet. Um, her name was D J Cunningham. Um, she said, "Quote: You need to watch Tamron Hall's show today as Judge Tam- T- Tammy the Mammy Camp." Join us to talk about the reaction from the hug she gave Amber Geiger. Tune in. And it continued to read that Kemp spoke about the viral moment when a courtroom bailiff was caught on video appearing to stroke Geiger's blind locks in a moment that seemed to be in line with the outpouring of sympathy for the convicted murderer. Geiger was recently found guilty of murdering the innocent and unarmed Botham John in his own apartment last year. Kemp used some of her time on Tamron's show to offer some context. (laughs) I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just laughing about this. Saying, quote, offering some context to the awkward moment shared between Geiger and the bailiff. So it reads, Kemp Kemp said that the bailiff was not actually I'm laughing. It's funny to me. Not actually stroking Geiger's hair. Instead, Kemp said the bailiff was simply checking Geiger's hair and scalp for any possible contraband. <laughs> contraband since the disgraced former officer will be spending the first of many nights in jail beginning the night on October 1st. So, and, you, and basically, they... See, okay... I'm letting you know ladies and gentlemen um this tweet is from Phil from africa diaspora um diaspora diaspora I got to pronounce this right african diaspora das, news channel and you can see that the supervisor was the white supervisor told the bailiff to to quote unquote this check for contrabands in court which is which is really really weird and not true but she literally touched Amber Geiger's hair, just stroking her stroking her blonde hair. And it's ordered by the supervisor. But let's continue with this, right? It says the main and verified Twitter account belonged to the Taryn Hall show quote. Retweeted the tweet and asked the show followers to talk about it. So so Tamaron Hall tweeted and she said, What does Tam Fam think? Let's talk about it. And I guess she responded to retweet of this of this brother named Robert Brown, um, and you know, th- and he was said the best. He said on the Tamron Hall show, Judge Tammy Kemp said that the black female bailiff was not fixing Amber Geyder's hair, but she was searching for contraband. I find this hard to believe, and it's one of the brothers. And Tamron responds, "What does the Tam Fam think? Let's talk about it." But. N- Nobody ain't gonna fall for like on, in the movie Beverly Hills Cop with Eddie Murphy's character Axel Foley when he says, "We don't believe in the banana in the pet in the tailpipe. We don't believe in the banana in the tailpipe. None of us not gonna believe that. None of us. I don't, I don't care. A, a white male supervisor told that black bailiff to stroke." Not check for contrabands, as the judge said that she that she did, but she was stroking her hair, trying to feel sympathy of the amber of amber Guy that she found guilty of murdering both of John in his own apartment. So I'm gonna continue reading this and continuing reading this article from News One. It says a second look at the video of the bailiff and guy could lend some. Credence to Kemp's claim Thursday, but people still seem to have some doubt, especially since the practice of a bailiff checking the defense, defendant's hair immediately after a guilty verdict was not common sight to an entree eye. And it continues they watch Tamron Hall's interview with Kemp by clicking here now. Kim's appearance on the Tamara Show came one day after the, her first televised interview, during which she cried and appeared to pull a race car while explaining her decision to offer Geiger her Bible as well, before giving the convicted murderer a hug in court. Now, this is what this is what she said, and she was on an interview with CNN. Now, this is what she told CNN, ladies and gentlemen, of why she gave. Amber Geiger, the Bible. So I'm going to read to this, this this quote. She said that she thought it would be rude if she didn't hug and hug Geiger after hugging John's family. She recalled that said Miss Miss Geiger, Mister John has forgiven you. Please forgive yourself, so you can have a purposeful pur- pur- life. And she asked me, Do you think my life can still have a purpose? And I said, I know it can. Kemp claimed, Geiger asked, do you think God will forgive me? Kemp said, yes. And according to the judge, Geiger added, well, I don't even have a Bible. I don't know where to begin. Kemp went on to explain to CNN, and that's when I went to retrieve my Bible and gave it to her. Kemp also said, she did tell me she'd bring my Bible back in 10 years. Okay, whatever. Kim also responded to the backlash by saying, "Frankly, I don't think I will be getting this criticism if Miss Geiger was a black woman. I hate that we limited our compassion to one race." I'm gonna stop you right there. I, I'm gonna repeat the last quote of what Mammy, Tammy the Mammy says: "If Miss Geiger." Were a black woman, I hate. I mean, frankly, I don't think I would be getting this criticism if Miss Geiger were a black woman. I hate that we've limited our compassion to one race. If Miss Geiger was a black woman, you, no bailiff would touch her hair. No bailiff, bailiff, would, No judge would come down her, her, her chambers and uh, or her, 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 yeah, her chambers and hug uh, Miss Geiger if she were black. Give me a break. Give me a break. And this is why I'm saying that if Miss Diane were black, this will not, she will not get that special treatment. You and I both know that. She will not get her hair touched. She won't get her hair rubbed. She won't have no, nobody, the judge or anybody else won't, won't hug her. Give me a break. And if, and if Bowdoin John's family was white, they wouldn't even, they wouldn't even apologize. They wouldn't even, Ask for, just tell them I forgive you or I love you. Just give me a break. And I'm going to continue reading this. And this to me, so I'm going to go ahead and say, according to the Washington Post, leader Edward said that the hug was not only rare but inappropriate. Kitty Williams, a professor at the South Texas College of Law in Houston, who had 30 years in legal practice, told the Post, she has indicated an affirmative of sympathy for the defendant. President and Director of Council of LDF, the NAACP Legal, Defense, and Educational, Sherilyn Afield wrote on Twitter, A judge is not an average citizen. She is not the victim. She is not the prosecution. Technically, the people. She must, especially in a case that arouses passion and conflict like this one, stand for impartial injustice. She may speak words from the bench. This is too much. So, 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 ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the article. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're not boo-boo the fool. Black, whether you're black or white, nobody buying the story. If she was, quote, checking for contraband and the me- white male supervisors ordered that black bailiff to touch her hair, the feel sympathy after the verdict was read where she was found guilty of murdering both of John. Nobody ain't falling for Bonetta in no tailpipe. Nobody. And the thing that, you know, Judge Kemp or Tammy and Mammy thinking that we're going to fall for her, you know, story, think again. She, because obviously we saw everybody, entire world saw what happened in court. Everybody, and you would you, you would walk down the bench, and then she said, "If Amber Geiger was black, she," and I'm just shook, shaking my head when she said this. That, frankly, I don't think that I would get this much criticism if Amber Geiger were a black woman. If Amber Geiger were, a, if Amber Geiger was a black woman, she wouldn't get this treatment. I'm telling you, the bailiff wouldn't even touch her hair. In fact, the bailiff will look at her like a criminal. Everybody going to look at her like a criminal. And obviously, if both of John's family were white, they wouldn't even, they wouldn't, they would not forgive the black Amber Guyner. You can, I guarantee you that. They would not forgive her if if the family were white. So, I don't want to hear this nonsense from Je- from Tammy and Mammy saying that, oh, if, I wouldn't get this criticism if Amber Guyner was black. Are you kidding me? And then, and, then, and, then, and then, Tariq Nasheed, uh, I heard his podcast, and he was saying that he was saying that, that, you know, judge had to follow the law. And I think she said, I don't believe the law. That's her exact words. I don't believe the law. Then why the hell are you a judge then if you don't believe the law? See, this is why elections matter, folks. And the people who people that lives in Dallas, people that lives in Dallas, Texas, if you hear my voice, if Judge Terry Mamie Kemp runs in re-election in twenty twenty, please do not bring her back on the bench. Please vote her out. You see how much chaotic in the courtroom that she causes. And obviously, you know again. I don't ask the family. I'm not telling how they, the the John family what to grieve and how to grieve. But everybody will see. You know, you see lawyers that have been lawyers for years, 20, 30 years, as prosecutors, as defense attorneys. You see them as years. All the years, even judges herself, even Judge Lynn Toller Lynn of Divorce Court and other television judges, they would never I've never seen anybody a real judge will walk down from her from him or her bench hugging a convicted killer. I don't see that. I don't even see it. So to sit here and to look at this and to look at Mammy Tammy and Mammy, Kim, saying that, you know, you know the thing of it is that she checked Amber Garner for contraband because there's a cross up to have weapons inside. first of all. You would not even allow in court, you wouldn't even allow in prison walls before checking yourself in first or even wore a prison 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 uniform without without checking for contrabands first, not in courtroom so nobody nobody really don't even believe Tammy the Mammy' story and I'm sorry when you have people in Dallas, you know w- w- elections matter folks. You know, elections matter. And obviously, I hope that Tammy Kemp, Judge Tammy Kemp, is running for re-election in 2020. And I hope that, like I told you before, the people of Dallas, if you hear my voice, if you listen to my podcast, please, if she is running for re-election, please don't bring her back on the bench. I'm surprised nobody disbarred her from the bench after this because it's inappropriate. But at the end of the day, you know, Tammy and Mammy did. This is basically a a circus in court. It's just like a, a a circus, you know. And none of us don't believe what Tammy and Mammy is telling. You know, Tamron Hall. Nobody don't believe what she says, and it's obvious that no black people in Dallas riding with her right now. Nobody. So to, to say to, to look at this is that Tammy Mammy is an embarrassment as a judge. I think that now if she runs for re-election in 2020, the people of Dallas County need to vote her out of there because this to me shows that we as black people, even judges, even even bailiffs, even a police chief, you know, allowing this circus to happen shows that we in the black community, to to, to people that look outside of the box, that we as weak as they think we are. And we're not. We're the strongest black community combined. But to them, after what happened in the Amber trial, trial, they see us as weak, not as strong. Thanks everybody for for listening to my podcast, and remember to subscribe my podcast through Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, and other um other um podcast devices. And I will see you soon. This is Lions in signing off. Deuces.